This time on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Ashley Dave about jazz, growing up as a dancer, the importance of challenging younger dancers, and her obsession with Grey's Anatomy. Today's guest has been teaching and choreographing at the dance space for nine years, and her students love the passion and intensity that she brings to the classroom. She characterizes her choreography style as sassy and sharp with a feel-good vibe. She started dancing at the age of two and danced competitively for over 13 years, and after high school, spent time working at the Broadway Dance Center in New York City. More recently, she was a member of the New Vision Dance Company, where she performed in several shows in Columbus. Ashley and her husband, James, have a daughter, Gwen, who is counting down the days until she can start dance class at the dance space. Today, we welcome Ashley Dave to the podcast. Hi. I'm not not sure how much Gwen is counting down the days, but I think everybody around her in her world are counting down the days. Yes, I definitely think it's both. (laughs) She dances around our house a lot, so... Uh, she always wants to dance with us. She nice. wants to turn on Alexa and dance around the house. So I think it's both. <laughs> nice. I've seen some dancing. I've seen a little bit of that action already. So yep. she's probably ready. She likes to shake it. <laughs> she's got it in her jeans for sure. <laughs> yes, she does. You said, uh, I think I heard you say the other day, you were just a little bit nervous about all that business. I am. Well, you know, I've been doing it for so long that I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Um, and I want her to kind of experience it herself as opposed to looking to me for guidance or anything like that. So I kind of just want the teachers to teach. Well, that's pretty much fabulous advice for anybody, whether they've <laughs> yeah. danced or they haven't danced. That is for sure. I remember the girls at that age and all you want them to do is love it. And you're wondering whether they're going to. Yes. (laughs) And even though they're out there and she's dancing away and she's having so much fun, you're like, but when I put you in the classroom, are you going to pay attention? Yeah. I'm a little worried about that too. That's all right. You know, Rika. That's why I don't want to be around. I didn't want to. Rika didn't want to. She (laughs) sat on the sidelines until. Until it was the Little Mermaid. Were you six? Were you six? I had to be, I was in kindergarten. It was way too long for me, Ash, <laughs> way too long for me. And then she's like, okay, I'll do this. So um, tell us about the, your origin story at, at the dance space. How did you come to find us and how did you come to teach at the dance space? So um, I moved back from New York City and my mom and my grandma have been really big in the Westerville community um, for as long as I can remember. My mom does nails, my grandma does hair, so naturally they're gossips, (laughs) and they kind of just know everybody in Westerville, so um, I think my mom is the, no, maybe my grandma was the one who told me about this studio that um, was trying to get into the dance studio world, they were kind of in like a dance team type world, Um, and they thought that I would be a great addition to it, because I had so, so much background in studio teaching and studio dancing, and I asked what it was, and they said IUE, and I was like, well, that's an interesting name. (laughs) There's got to be a story there, Um, and then my mom said, yeah, you should get in contact with Mary Zoki, and I was like, wow, I haven't heard that name in a really long time. She used to be my neighbor when I lived in Huber Huber Village, Um, so then I contacted Andy, I think by email, and I said, hey, I'm kind of interested. I don't know if you have any room for additional teachers or anything like that. She's like, yeah, come in and talk to me. 
So I came in, we vibed for a while, and it was really great. It was. I still remember it. It was, it was a really good meeting. Yeah. I felt really good afterwards. Um, I do remember telling her that I, I usually don't teach younger ones. Oh, you did? Because I was 21 at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and she said, okay, I'll keep you in mind. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I, I ended up teaching somewhere else for a little while. And then, she, and then uh, a teacher from there was actually teaching at the dance space. And she said, no, you have to come back. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I came back and uh, the rest is pretty much history. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I still remember that meeting. You were I don't just remember so what we talked about, but it was, I felt good. Well, you had just come back from New York. So tell us a little bit about what you did there. Like, tell us, you know, how it kind of all began. So back to Gwen, let's, let's go back there. She is almost the age you were. Yes. So take us from like your dance journey life. all the way up to meeting me. Take us there. Yeah. Okay. Take us through it all. Um, well, let's go really far back then. Um, so my mom has two sisters and they grew up in Westerville, kind of off of Vine Street. Yeah. Um, and her two sisters were very big into the dance scene from a young age to graduation. Um, they went at a local studio in Westerville. And my mom was a big jock. She was the middle kid, so she played <laughs> softball, volleyball. That's a, that's a shocker. I know, right? <laughs> For the kind of dance mom she is, yeah. <laughs> um, she played all the sports at Westville South, and my two aunts danced all the time. And my mom tried to put me in soccer. <laughs> and I didn't even look at the ball, basically. <laughs> So, um, she, my aunts kind of pushed her to put me into dance. So I was in dance when I was two and a half. I think I potty trained really early. (laughs) You know, girl, no big, (laughs) um, two and a half. And the rest is kind of history. I just kind of loved it. Um, I was in a, I think it was a jazz ballet tumble combo class. Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there I just stayed with it. And then the studio I was at started competing when they were five. I think it was one or two competitions. Um, and it was, I don't want to grow up. I remember this dance. Like, <laughs> like really, I really remember this dance because I got like a little spotlight and I got to shake oh. in the front. It was, it was really exciting. Um, and then from there, I moved on to the next level and the next level and the next level. Um, ended up graduating from the same studio. And then from there, I moved to New York City because I knew that dance was the only thing I'd ever done and the only thing I ever loved. And um, so I moved to New York City, uh, ripe age of 18 years old, Mm. moved to Brooklyn, which probably wasn't the best idea, but I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moved to Brooklyn and started auditioning and tried to get a job anywhere. And then I found out that maybe more education was probably what I needed to do. So I auditioned for an internship at Broadway Dance Center and got accepted to the winter internship in 2008 or nine, something okay. like that. Stayed there for the, the internship. It was probably a year, nine months, something. And from that, I got another internship with Radio City. Um, so I was assisting Radio City summer intensives. Um, I learned every dance in the show and I could potentially have been a swing for the show because I knew all of the choreography. For, for the Rockettes? Yes, for the Rockettes, yeah. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, so I did that, and then I ended up coming home and found the dance space. Well, there you go. Wow. What a journey. Long story. <laughs> no, that was a great story. <laughs> Lots and of stuff. I, and, and the fact that you remember your first dance class and exactly the composition of that dance class. I even is, remember the costume. It's kind of telling to your, you know, the, 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 I said I made up some thing with, with Tish the other day we were talking about, and it's kind of her stack of creativity. Mm -hmm. You have this giant stack of creativity because you go clear back to your very first dance class, yes. which is amazing. And it's, yes. it, that shows. Yeah. Well, even, um, I remember when I was nine years old, we were, Lori and I were on the same dance company line, whatever yes. you want right. to call it. Um, and we have this pact that we are going to have our kids do the exact same dance. Which I love. <laughs> we I talk love. about it all the time. <laughs> we know the song, we know the outfit. It's all set. Yeah, it's set. <laughs> Poor Gwen, she doesn't know what she's getting into. That is so awesome. All right, so, you know, talking about just, like, how you grew up, do you think that lends a lot to your teaching style now? I You're, do. You do? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I do. Um, I grew up in a very strict studio um, to the point where if you were two minutes late, the doors were locked. Um, and so we grew to know that, this is what time you had to be there. This is what was expected of you. This is what you wore. Um, and I think that all of that kind of, I'm not as strict, but I do expect a lot out of my dancers and I expect them to grow and I expect them to learn and I expect them, you know, to come in and have joy, but also discipline. Right. Well, and you know, I think that lends itself really well going back to you saying, oh, I just can't teach kids, Andy. And I gave you a few years, remember? You did. So for a few years in um, Ashley's journey at the dance space, she taught older kids only, mm -hmm. um, was amazing, always has been amazing. Choreography is definitely a top-notch skill of Ashley's. But in doing that, I really knew that she could touch on the kids and that they would touch on her. Ash is 100% in. If, if I need a sub, she's always there, and that's really where it started. So I was like, Ash, we need a sub. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, it's tap ballet <laughs> and jazz three to four-year-olds. She's like, I can do it. I can do it. And then slowly worked into her classes. But in looking at that, it's really the respect that you had and that you learned and gained from dance mm -hmm. that you pull over into the class and that kids really, they really have a desire to have that. So many of them don't get that in a lot of other places. And it's a strength that they feel this person really does understand me and wants me to grow and wants me to understand they're respecting me. I'm going mm -hmm. to need to respect them as well as the, uh, Anything that goes along with being in the classroom, being on time, wearing the right thing, listening, not talking. Right. Yeah, and I think it's definitely a, a mutual respect thing. They know that I come in and I want them to learn and I want them to grow and I want them to have fun. Um, and I think the vibe that I get with that, they kind of get with me. Like they know that if they come in and they sit down and I take attendance, that we're going to have a good time. Right. If they come in and they run around and they talk too much and they know it's probably not going to be their most favorite class. <laughs> not going to be a good day. Exactly. Yeah. So, of course, you teach all the styles and genres mm -hmm. of dance at the dance space, but tell us a little bit about jazz, why you like it so much, where that connection is. Well, jazz is, I mean, ballet is the foundation of dance. But, you know, at a young age, jazz is what brings you in. It's yes. so exciting. It's so fun. It's upbeat. It's everything that, like, 
gives you energy, right? When you're such a chi- when you're such a kid, you have like all of this energy and you want to get it out. Well, what do you want to do? You want to shake it. Right. <laughs> you want to shake it. So that's that's kind of, you know, why I love it so much and I think that, you know, a lot of kids, you know, especially we have this young group, this recreational group, they always start in jazz because that's going to get them hooked because it's so exciting and bubbly and fun and energetic. Um, and I, I love to do it. And, and as I grow with my choreography and I do it as the, in the older class, I make it really fast and sharp and brain challenging because then they oh, leave yes. going, I think I need to review that. <laughs> Rita, Rita can tell you brain challenging. Oh my Ash. word. I remember <laughs> your first jazz cl- or your first jazz company for the seniors. I was just like, Oh, you need to do that again, again <laughs> and again and again. <laughs> And again. <laughs> and maybe one more time. And maybe one more time. <laughs> so what do you oh, think man. about the whole transition of jazz these days? So, you know, you've got your very classical mm-hmm. jazz, and then you're moving really into that, that, that place that jazz and contemporary are crossing over. Yes. What are you thinking it's about that? It is a blurred line. Kind of commercially. Yeah. yeah. So actually, um, I was thinking about this before I got here. That actually, I feel like, started when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was 9, 10, 11, 12, it was very classic jazz. It was pivot turns, ball changes, batmas, all of that. And then as I got into high school, it became, you know, reach over here, look over there, more like dance, feel your ribs, your hips move. Um, and it kind of got away from classic pivot turns, ball changes, kicks, and stuff like that. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, I like it all. I think it's. I think it all brings something exciting to the table. You, you have all of your classic stuff, which obviously can be respected, and then your new stuff, which you just see people's personalities blossom too. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. I, I like it all, and I think in my choreography personally, I, I do a fusion of both. You know, I do. Yes. I do the pivot turns. I do the isolations. I do the batmas because those are clean lines and really pretty pictures. But then I also want them to feel their body move and feel like their hips move and their heads move and all of that. Um, so I, I kind of do a little bit of both in my choreography, and I think it's cool to watch, too. Mm-hmm. Con- contemporary jazz. Contemporary jazz we, fusion. Right. We, uh, we, got, we went to watch, and I think we'll probably bring this up in every one every, for every genre, but we a few, couple of weeks ago went to see, and we got to see Ballet X. Mm-hmm. And they are a su- contemporary ballet company yes, yes. and afterwards they had a Q&A and we stick, stuck around for that and the, one of the young dancers came and was like you know the, they, contemporary is like the current stuff and it's yeah. the current new and don't get, don't get it twisted it's still all based on the ridiculously technical stuff that mm-hmm. they can do but, but that's why they really like that company is because they were able to do current things yes. so I think in every yeah. genre whether it's whether it's you know, ballet or jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, probably you could talk about tap like that too. Yes, you um, could. Um, there's going to be a contemporary element of it. And I, and, I, and I think that's one of the things that we do um, at the dance space is really make it accessible and contemporary. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, dance is always evolving. It's 100% always evolving and you have to learn to evolve with it. Um, but yeah, contemporary is kind of a thing, but it's also kind of a word that has just encompassed everything yeah you know contemporary modern it's it's today's movement you know all right so the word challenge comes to mind when I think of Ashley and I think almost any dancer at the dance space would say that that you challenge them from someone taking a class 
to someone in company. And classes are so important at the dance space that beginning level of coming in, learning what dance is about, wanting to love it, and the growth that you can gain from taking classes. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about the challenge that you have with students in the classroom setting, whether it is a half hour class mm -hmm. or all the way up to a company member being a senior. Um, I would definitely say it is um, my challenging choreography. Um, I'm very intricate about what I do, and yes. I'm very musical about what I do. Um, I don't take my choreography lightly, and I take a lot of time to process it. Um, as far as pre-planning, I wouldn't say that I do that too much. I listen Although to, recently. I recently, I have been. <laughs> Came in with two eight counts. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I, I think my process as a choreographer, I definitely listen to the song. I wouldn't say too much, but too much. Mm -hmm. um, I listen to every drum beat, every you know syllable that the singer is singing. I listen to every tambourine or anything that's in the song. I listen to all of that, and I try and make each of my movements part of that. I try and, you know, dance is telling a story with your body. So I want every dance that I create to tell the story of the song. And I feel like sometimes my ears hear things that dancers' ears don't right. hear. So that is very challenging for me to be like, no, it's there. I promise you. Just listen to it again. <laughs> that makes, reminds me of our first uh, junior small group, Jazz. Yes. There was this opening part where wings. we would walk in wings. And there was this, apparently, <laughs> apparently, I've never heard it still to this day. There was this clap at the beginning of the piece. It's still there. It's apparently <laughs> still there. But she's like, okay, ladies, you're, we're not going to move on until we all clap on the right count. And so we would literally do it. I think we did it the almost the entire. Hey, you know you got class. it. So <laughs> you got it. Yes. I think I think just out of pure luck. You know, it's funny. I hear it. that song at like Macy's. I'll be shopping, and I'm like, oh my gosh, wings. Here it is, and then I will clap. <laughs> I'm like, walk, 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 clap. You know? Oh yes. Oh yes. For sure. But I, I definitely think that that's very challenging for a lot of dancers because. They want to hear one, two, three, four, five, six. And I'm like, no, listen, it's like on the and uh, beat. Right? And they're like, but I don't hear it. Okay, listen to it again. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that is, that is very challenging, my choreography. Um, and I think it's one of those like tap your head, rub your belly type things. And I do that a lot in my, in my half hour classes, especially. I'm like, if you can do this, you can do this. Right. Exactly. And, and then they'll all start tapping their head and rubbing their belly, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad you can do that. But now we need to practice this <laughs> because this is like a reach, reach, pivot, turn, step, step. And they're like, mm-hmm. But when? <laughs> so putting, putting the choreography to music can be kind of challenging for these dancers sometimes, but I definitely think that they leave and then that choreography is stuck in their brains whenever yeah. they hear that song again. They're like, I know exactly what I'm doing because I did it 60 times. Right, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. I have it. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, right. Well, and it's, it's everybody, you know, well, you'll hear some, some ruckus about how hard something is or how hard it is to get or whatever, but in, in, infallibly at the end of the year at banquet or at the end of the, you know, during the show, mm -hmm. people will be thanking you for pushing them and having it be hard because it's super gratifying to get a yes. really hard piece. Yeah, I actually just said that to my um, teens this week. 
I was like, I know it's really fast right now, but I promise you in four months, you're going to want me to speed it up. Right. Right. Because they, they get it right now and they're like, Oh my gosh, that's like a three. That's so fast. Like, yeah, it's really fast, but I promise you it will feel slow here soon. Right. And then at the end of the year, they're like, wow, this is a really slow, slow song. I'm like, it's really not. (laughs) It's the same song. I use this app called Slow Tempo Mm -hmm. sometimes with my um, 45 minute or half hour classes. And I slow the music Mm -hmm. down for them to get it. And then I'll like increase it by a tiny little bit each time. Um, But I feel like that helps them a lot. I don't do that with my company members very much. Yeah, well, it's gratifying for the kids because they need to be able to understand, okay, I got this. Yeah, and you you tell them it's at at 60% and they're like, Okay, right. It's only forty percent more, and I got it. <laughs> exactly, you know? exactly. So they they do like that. I love it. All right. So, what are you currently obsessed with? Uh, well, <laughs> it is summertime. Um, now, I I have a lot of obsessions right now. I really want to finish this jazz dance, so that's kind of on my mind. But. Grey's Anatomy ends, <laughs> or ended, <laughs> so I'm re-watching all 15 seasons until it starts again in September. <laughs> okay, and I think that's so funny. So you truly, when it ends, the current tr- season, I truly you do. go back and start from yes. the beginning. Yes, I do. And then it takes about <laughs> that amount of time. Yeah, yeah. I love it. We were I, talking about this. I'm a little concerned about this year, though, because there's 15 seasons on Netflix. Yeah. And I'm not doing as, as quickly as I thought I would. Uh-huh. So then it'll pop back up before you're done and you're not going to know what to do. Yeah. I do skip a few, a few things now because there are a few things that are hard to watch. But, but it, yeah. But it's going to be great. Well, Rika's <laughs> obsessed always with uh, One Tree Hill. Oh, my yes, Lord. Yes. I'm rewatching that right now. <laughs> and I said funny. to her, are you rewatching from the beginning? Like, Ash, you know what her comment is? No, I just pick my faves and turn them on and then go to the next I can't phase. do it. I can't, I can't watch it through all the way through <sighs> because... It's you miss like, things. No, but like, there's so many parts where I'm just like, uh, like I like know what's gonna happen, and I like can't watch it because I'm like, oh, I just want it to get to that part because it's heartbreaking. Oh yeah, I understand. Yeah. But it's just like, but then you forget what that was said, and that's true. And you like live the journey. I which I, I live the journey. <laughs> I, I sometimes I think I'm Meredith Grey in a in a different life. <laughs> I really that- do. I mean, I trust me, guys. I've watched all of them. I'm a doctor. I got this. <laughs> I feel like that's how everyone does when they watch that show. Yes. Oh, my. I can't make it. Except for when a dancer comes up to me, this hurts. What do I do? I'm not a doctor, guys. I don't (laughs) put ice on it. Sit down. I can't even make it past the second season of things, let alone watching them all again. You You know, it started. really, really really good to get me into season three. Oh, believe me, it is really good. (laughs) Oh, no, I've watched them. I've watched them. I, I didn't make it. Tuesday. I don't know. It all started way back when on my maternity leave. So I've only been doing this for two and a half years. Oh, so oh really? It didn't yeah. start before then? No, it didn't. Because uh, I'd always heard everybody say Grey's Anatomy was the greatest thing. And I'm like, well, I've got eight weeks to do right. nothing. There you go. So, you so started. I started it and I have never stopped. I didn't know that's when it started. It did. That's so funny. Yeah, because um, my mom and James were home with me for the first 
I don't know, week maybe. And then Gwen was such an amazing sleeper that I had all this time and I probably should have been cleaning my house, but I didn't. Because, <laughs> you know, in this day and age, you got Netflix, you're going to binge something. There you go. And I was like, wow, it's got, well, at that time, it had 13 seasons on Netflix. I was like, well, this is a perfect thing to do for eight weeks. I love it. And now I just watch it over and over again. There you go. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Well, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. And this wasn't so bad, right? No, it was okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, so stop by the dance space and meet Ashley. Um, take a jazz class or a tap class. Which or I have a lot of classes. Can, she's got a lot of classes. She's got a lot, I've got got a lot, a of, lot classes. of different classes for a lot of different ages, which is there you go. Kind of great now. I, I'm, I'm good with the kids she's, now, she's guys. Really good. She's got that, down. The mom, Mother Ashley. It was the mom thing. Yes. The mom switch. Have, Transition. You know, I think that's what Andy did. You know, she was like, I'm going to wait till <laughs> Ashley has a kid. Then I'll give her the little kids because I know she'll have it then. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks. Do that.